Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Hannah's Obsessions podcast. Thank you so much for being here, I really appreciate it. I just wanted to mention quickly that I haven't been very well the past few days and I'm just kind of coming out of it now so I'm really sorry if I sound sick or croaky at any point but I'll try my best not to. Um, So yeah, so basically on this podcast we talk about all things OCD and I have to give a quick disclaimer, I am not a professional by any stretch of the imagination. So everything mentioned on this podcast is my own personal opinions and experiences and should not be taken as professional medical advice. I hope you've all been having a wonderful week and I don't know what the weather's like currently where you are but here where I am in the UK we've had a gorgeous week which has been so ideal for me when I've been getting my daily steps, obviously pre-illness. Um, But whilst I've been out on these long walks, I'm always in deep thought about something random, but I've kept finding myself thinking about the same question, which is why is OCD so misunderstood? And that's what I wanted to discuss in today's episode. I think I'd struggle to find a single person who hasn't at some point claimed to be quote unquote so OCD when referring to how they like to organise things or clean things. And I'll hold my hands up, even though I do actually have OCD, I've been guilty of using that phrase in the wrong context in the past, years before I knew I had it. But the condition is often used to try and display either a quirky personality trait, a desirable quality or an efficient behaviour, instead of the very serious and debilitating disorder that it is. I actually remember back when I didn't know what OCD really was, I was watching a video on YouTube which basically involved a discussion amongst people with various different mental illnesses and when one of the girls mentioned that she had OCD I was so confused as to why she was even involved in that discussion. I think I rolled my eyes actually and it really annoyed me at the time because there were people there with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder which in my eyes were actual legitimate and serious conditions. And then this girl was piping in when surely her biggest problem was needing to colour coordinate her wardrobe or something, which admittedly was very judgmental of me and I turned out to be very, very wrong. But I've been on both sides of the viewpoint is what I'm trying to say. So we know that in reality, it's a condition that makes it extremely difficult for people to tolerate unwanted intrusive thoughts. We feel completely unable to move on from the thought, and this is referred to as an obsession. It's common for an OCD sufferer to have certain themes of obsessions that they will often get stuck on, such as harming others or getting seriously ill. And then because of the amount of distress caused by the obsessions, the person will then turn to carrying out compulsions to try and reduce that feeling. For example, someone's obsession might be the fear of catching a disease from contaminated surfaces and so to reduce the feeling of distress they'll repeatedly wash their hands, which is then the compulsion. So the association with OCD and cleanliness isn't inherently wrong, but it just doesn't capture the full picture. But with that example I just gave, the obsession and the compulsion seem to kind of make sense when they're paired together, but sometimes they can seem completely unrelated and random like turning a light switch on and off three times so that your boyfriend doesn't crash his car on the way home doesn't really make a lot of sense. But if you have OCD, you'll understand how real and genuine the fear still is. 
So when it comes to representation in the media, it's only really the compulsions that are represented without context. The odd and peculiar behaviour that might seem funny to someone on the outside and add comedic value to films and TV shows. Like prime examples of this, which I'm sure would come to mind for a lot of you, would be Monica Geller from Friends or Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. But there is never a deep dive or explanation as to why these behaviours come about and the amount of inner pain and fear that causes these compulsions, or any true connection to emotion really. I guess because it doesn't make good TV or something, but this kind of representation only barely scratches the surface of what the disorder truly is. I really hope that now, with the amount of awareness that is being spread about what real OCD is, that there will be a shift and the disorder will be used less and less for humour. And this has actually just reminded me, I'm pretty sure that Rose Bretigy, I hope I'm saying her last name right, I think it's Rose Bretigy, who actually has the disorder too. She's done a lot of incredible work for the OCD community and actually produced a series where the main character has OCD and I'm fairly sure it's called Pewter. Um, So I'd imagine that this would be a much more accurate representation as it's coming from herself and I'll need to check it out as soon as possible. I think it might be on 4OD or iPlayer if you're in the UK So if anyone has seen it already, please feel free to reach out and let me know your thoughts. So media representation would be one reason as to why OCD is so misunderstood. And another would be the fact that our obsessions are invisible to others and even our compulsions can in some cases be very discreet. I can only really speak for myself, but I know that I personally will try my best to make my compulsions as unnoticeable as I can. If I can, obviously it just depends. Um, For example, one of my compulsions is to make a specific gesture with my hands. Kind of like a tick, I guess. But I'll keep these movements as small as possible or put my hands underneath something so it isn't as noticeable. Or I might try and sort of style them out a bit so they seem a bit less random and out of place. And I'm not always successful with this. Some of my compulsions are just odd and there's no real way of hiding it. I think one example I've given before on an IGTV is that if I'm with a friend or something and we're having the same drink, I'll suddenly have this fear that if I don't reach over and drink out of the glass that's at their place, that they're somehow going to get poisoned and die and I'd be responsible. So I do reach over and take their glass. (laughs) And then I never really know how to explain why I did that, so I just don't (laughs) and leave it hanging awkwardly in the air. So to my friends, I just seem like a bit of a rude weirdo, but to me, I've done something important to try and protect them. And another thing is that a reality of life is that people are mainly focused on themselves and their own insecurities. So if someone sees another person behaving in a way that seems strange to them, it's unlikely that they're going to stop and try to consider why this person is acting in that way. They're more likely to notice it, make a judgement solely on that behaviour and then move on. And then if you take mental compulsions into account too, and pure OCD, no one's going to be able to notice if you're ruminating, checking your internal bodily responses, repeating phrases in your head or thinking neutralising thoughts. It's very difficult for people to understand something that isn't visible or tangible if they haven't experienced it themselves. I think language is something that has to be considered too. 
such as how the word obsession is used today. I think we have a tendency to often use the word obsession in a positive light to describe how you might be overly interested or dedicated to something. Like if you're saying, oh my god, I'm so obsessed with this film or I'm so obsessed with this music, that means that you really like and enjoy it, right? So when we are referring to obsessions, people might subconsciously associate them with being good things. Something else that I've picked up on um, is that there's a certain level of self-awareness, I think, when it comes to OCD. I think a big distinguisher between people who claim to be so OCD and those who actually have OCD is that people with OCD will often recognise to some degree that their behaviour is irrational and might experience a certain amount of guilt towards carrying out their compulsions. So then because of this guilt and sort of discreetness, there isn't a lot of outward expression that others will particularly notice or catch on to. People without OCD will have a bit of a lack of this self-awareness and guilt and will generally believe that their behaviours are superior to others. So basically what I'm getting at is that because there's even just this flicker of self-awareness from OCD sufferers, this is more than enough to cause friends and family in some cases to see the person with OCD's behaviour as not being a big cause for concern. So those are a few reasons why I think that OCD is so misunderstood. If there's anything else that you can think of then please feel free to let me know. I wanted to talk a little bit as well about how I personally feel towards OCD being so misunderstood and honestly I'm strangely in two sort of minds about it. I'll start with the more negative perspective. So OCD is something that absolutely could have killed me if I hadn't gotten the right help. So when someone jokes about it or invalidates that pain or claims to have it because of how they like to organise their bedroom, of course it hurts a tremendous amount. It can feel very lonely and be very difficult to open up to not only friends but even medical professionals because Let's be honest, the lack of knowledge surrounding the disorder leads people to not see it as anything serious. And I'll reiterate again that this misunderstanding unfortunately extends to medical professionals as well. Because to the best of my knowledge, GPs in the UK aren't even sufficiently educated on what real OCD is. So too many people with OCD are still getting misdiagnosed as having another disorder and therefore not being referred, are not receiving the correct treatment, or are having to wait a significant amount of time for doctors to pinpoint their symptoms as being OCD. So of course I want as many people to become as educated as possible for harmful phrases that spread misinformation to end, and that's why I run my Instagram and do this podcast in the first place, so that future generations don't have to struggle as much as we have or the generations before us. On the other side, I know that I don't need anyone else to understand OCD for my experience or for anyone else's to be as real and as valid as they are. Another person's misunderstanding of a subject doesn't take anything away from you or what you know that you have to deal with. So it's something that I try to avoid getting overly upset about because it's just another unnecessary stress to add to life, you know? I've actually had a few DMs with people telling me that they aren't really bothered about the misuse of OCD and asking if that makes them a bad person. And no, I don't think it makes anyone a bad person at all. There's no rule book for how you should respond emotionally to something like that. 
And whether you're upset or unfazed, I think either way of feeling is fair enough. Of course, like I mentioned before, I want the true reality of OCD to be known by everyone, and I think advocacy, when done correctly, is a wonderful thing. I'd always encourage that. But I don't think it's fair to put any pressure or responsibility on anyone to be outraged and shout it from the rooftops just because they happen to have the disorder. Other questions that are worth thinking about are how do I correct someone when they misuse the term OCD? Or even should I correct someone when they misuse the term OCD? And I think the answer to that second question is that it's completely up to yourself and what you feel comfortable with doing. I'm totally behind someone's decision to correct someone as long as it's done respectfully because you're well within your right to and at the end of the day the more people that know and the less misinformation that is spread the better. But if you don't feel comfortable having that kind of conversation with someone then like I was saying before as much as change won't happen without change I don't think it's fair to automatically place that responsibility onto anyone and you shouldn't have to go out of your way to do something that causes you unnecessary discomfort. It also very much depends on the person you're speaking to and if they're the kind of person that will even try to understand where you're coming from. What I will say though is that if you do decide to call someone out for misuse, try and do it from a place of understanding rather than a place of anger. One of my teachers at school once mentioned to us to never base someone's intelligence on the things that they don't know. Because at the end of the day, no one knows anything until they're taught, and it's no one's fault if they haven't been taught something, or if life hasn't brought them through every individual and specific experience. And I didn't really like that teacher very much, <laughs> but her saying that is one of those random things that has just stuck with me forever. And I think for the most part, when people misuse the term OCD, it's never ill-intended or comes from a malicious place, only a misinformed one. So that's all I have today on the question, why is OCD so misunderstood? If you have any other perspectives or thoughts, then please let me know, because I think it's a really interesting topic. And thank you so much again for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next episode.